Hi, I'm Matt Cotty and I'm a licensed clinical social worker and I specialize in helping people take their lives back from OCD and anxiety. And on this podcast, I'm going to share with you simple tools, strategies, and principles that will help you on your journey to recovery. Because once you apply the proper knowledge and strategies, you can begin to transform and restore your mind and body. And when we heal as individuals, we can promote that healing into our families and communities and ultimately create a better world for everyone from the inside out. Welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Show. All right. Hey, friends, and welcome to another episode of the OCD and Anxiety Show. My name is Matt Cotty, and I'm a licensed clinical social worker and the founder of Restored Minds. So in this episode today, I want to talk about the problem of trying to fix OCD and anxiety. And this is a this is a big, big hurdle that I ran into on my own journey and, and still run into, you know, from uh, from time to time because I just have a very like solution focused kind of mode that I, that I get into. Um, and, and I want to talk about a common thing that, that people do on this journey that actually is a paradox and, and oftentimes kind of keeps them stuck. So before I dive into that, um, I'd really appreciate if you would take the time to like and subscribe and uh, even share comment and and even go as far as uh, helping us out by writing a review on iTunes for the show. Um, And the reason I ask that is because, again, it just is one of those things that the more positive feedback that uh, platforms pick up from from the show, um, whether it's likes or reviews or comments, um, the more it it is shared with other people. And it just is it helps us get this um, out to as many people as possible. So also, um, for those of you that are looking for help, at Restored Minds, we have various different programs and options for you. Um, you can check us out at restoredminds.com. And also there's a link down in the notes um, that you can check out where it's a free guide you can download and get started with right now. So back to the the idea of the problem with trying to fix yourself. So when we when we experience anxiety, right, and, and that can it can come on in so many different ways. And, you know, it may be a feeling that you experience. It may be racing thoughts. It may be, um, you know, panic. It may be, you know, fears of driving. Um, you know, I mean, it, it can it can manifest in so many different ways. And really, you know, one of the biggest problems that I think people with anxiety and, and OCD and, and all the different um, kind of the spectrum of anxiety disorders and even calling it an anxiety disorder. Um, you know, wh- one of the problems is, is that if we see it as a disorder, then we naturally try to move into this mode of fixing it and solving it and resolving it. Right. And the issue with that is that anxiety is, is a totally normal experience. Now, you know, I, I mean, you know, it's estimated that, you know, I think 40 to 45 million people in the U.S. alone at some point in their life will, will have, have a clinically diagnosable anxiety disorder. So with that said, it's either, you know, and, and so, so when, you, when you talk about it, I think that's like one in six or, you know, one in seven people. 
So, I mean, just, just recognizing that alone, that like when you walk about your day, one out of every seven people you see, chances are they, they've, they've either have or are experiencing anxiety. So the question is, is like, is it really abnormal? You know, like, is it really a disorder? And, and this is something that I've always, and, and again, people will disagree with me on this and feel free to disagree. It's okay. It's like, not everything I say is, you know, I'm wrong often. And, and please take everything I say with a grain of salt or two grains of salt, you know, whatever, whatever it is. It's just like, but this is just kind of what I think. It's like, the, I understand the, the, the um, concept of diagnosis and, and I understand the benefit of trying to, you know, categorize certain um, conditions so that we understand how to help them. Now, the problem is, is that when, when the, a medical system is designed to label a problem, what can happen is, is people can identify with the problem and start to believe that they are, you know, uh, you know, that they have a disorder, right? When really what we're talking about with anxiety is an elevated stress response in the body that can be calmed down, can be rewired. And, and there's various aspects of why this happens, right? If there's a, a bunch of life stressors going on, well, you know what? It's, it comes to, comes to reason that you're probably going to have uh, uh, some elevated stress in the body, okay? Now, what we do in the tools and all that stuff is, is, is a very important process, right? And I talk about this a lot with the AAA response and, and knowing the tools of how to handle stress and anxiety when it surfaces in your body. And yes, anxiety is, is uncomfortable, but that doesn't mean that it's abnormal, okay? And when we take on this identity of I'm abnormal or this isn't normal, I'm not supposed to feel this way, I shouldn't feel anxiety, well, then we try to fix it. And the problem with trying to fix it is that we engage in behaviors that reinforce the idea that anxiety is bad. And this is the, this is the paradox, right? And, and I often say this, that everything with OCD and anxiety is, is, a, is a paradox. You know, the harder and harder you try not to have certain thoughts in your head, the more you experience them. And they proved this with the studies of the white bears in uh, Dr. Daniel Wagner in, in the 1980s and 90s. It, you know, it, so the harder and harder you try not to think of something, the more it pops in your mind. It doesn't mean that that, that, that you have a disorder. It's just like by trying not to, to, to push thoughts away, you're going to experience it more. Same with anxiety. The more and more you try not to experience anxiety and fix yourself and get rid of anxiety, the more you're going to experience it. Why? Because anxiety is just, it's energy at, at its most primal level, right? Anxiety is energy. The stress response is, is energy in your body created to try to put you into a fight or flight mode to flee off a danger, right? So when you are having anxiety, your body's signaling, hey, we're in danger. And the problem with anxiety, right, is that there's nothing actually happening. So you're having this energy in your body and there's nothing to do because nothing's happening right now because usually you're imagining a futuristic threat or a past situation. And that's where anxiety lives. Anxiety lives in the past and future, which is why it's so uncomfortable in the present because there's nothing to do. So, you know, here's some things that I did that were obviously wrong. But I mean, you know, a lot of us go into like, okay, I'm going to take a bunch of supplements, right? Okay, I'm just going to load up on you know, all these different supplements. And yes, there is a place for supplements. I'm not knocking supplements. I'm not saying don't take them. What I'm saying is, is that when you're trying to take something so that you get rid of the feeling that is the problem right so we avoid things that trigger us right that's another big thing that we do 
right? Is it, and, and so this is like the way we try to fix ourselves. We get reassurance. We check, right? We, um, you know, try to solve it in our mind. We mentally ruminate and we, you know, we um, try to try to fix the anxiety, right? So the, the thing is, is the harder and harder we try to fix it, the more and more we reinforce that it actually is a problem. And that's the paradox right there. That's the complete paradox of, of OCD and anxiety recoveries. The harder and harder you try to fix it, the more you reinforce its problem, the more that it shows up, the more you trigger the response. And that's, that, that's the grand paradox of this whole thing. And so the, it, it's not that you shouldn't get help or get, or, or you know, like it's not that there's not uh, like treatment options. I don't even like saying your treatment. It's not that you can't learn skills to navigate this in a healthy way. And yes, it is uncomfortable. Yes, I'm not saying that you shouldn't do anything, right? There is an appropriate way and a proper way to actually navigate the anxiety, like OCD and anxiety, because you can get caught in these loops, right? And 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 so so there there is something to do, right? And and it is important that you learn the right skills and the right tools. I hundred percent advocate for that. But starting with the idea that you're, you know, that you have a disorder or that you're, you know, that you're broken or that something's wrong with you, that belief structure oftentimes works against us in this, in this recovery process. And, you know, it, it's, it's not like, obviously I know how intense it can be and how, and how hard it can be. I know that personally, you know, from panic attacks to OCD to, you know, social anxiety right i mean like all of it right it's like i've, I've experienced a, a broad spectrum of of the experiences that one can have in um when it comes to stress and anxiety but when you're trying to fix anxiety it works against you and that's and, and so when we're talking about fixing anxiety what we really need to be focusing on is hey i need to learn the skills to handle this experience in a healthy way so it surfaces and passes and I don't get caught in these loops, right? The thing we're actually trying to fix is not getting stuck as opposed to the experience of anxiety itself, okay? And it's important that we distinct that and, 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 and really understand that because if we think that we're trying to fix anxiety, that idea right there will keep you stuck. You kept me stuck, right? And every time you experience anxiety, you're going to freak out and react to the anxiety itself and see it as a problem. That, that situation right there, the experience of anxiety and then freaking out and reacting to the anxiety itself as a problem, that is what keeps you stuck. Because that causes you to do compulsions or behaviors that reinforce, and then this loop builds. And that loop, if you get caught in a loop, I mean, for anyone that has... It's a vicious loop about whatever it is. It could be about any, any fear. And, and so the idea is, is what we're actually trying to do is break out of the loop. And one of the ways we do that is we actually re-understand the problem that it's not anxiety that's the problem. It's the behaviors we're doing that are reinforcing it. And that's why when we move to a solution-focused approach like the AAA response um, that, that we teach at Restored Minds, that is what the differences. It, it's a, it's a reappraising of, of what the problem is. The problem is not anxiety. You are not, you, you are not 
diseased or sick or broken because you're experiencing anxiety. Like anxiety is a normal experience. What is abnormal is the fact that you think it's abnormal so that you try to fix it every time that it comes up. And, and that paradoxically keeps you in a loop on and it keeps you experiencing it. It keeps setting off that stress response. So I hope that makes sense. And, and again, um, I'm probably going to elaborate on this more because this is a topic I can talk about all day. Um, and uh, on, a, on a side note, I think I'm probably going to do a book, book review. As you guys know, I don't promote too many products or books, but I started reading this book, um, Living, Living Untethered by Michael Singer. And, you know, I'm a huge fan of his work, um, you know, The Untethered Soul and in the, the Surrender Experiment. And, and I haven't read this Surrender Experiment, so I started reading Living Untethered. And I just got through part one. And I mean, oh, my gosh, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing. And um, for those of you that wrestle with OCD and anxiety, um, I think it's an incredible, you know, way to look at things. And, um, and I just I couldn't I couldn't advocate for checking out his work enough. And again, I don't get paid for this or any kind of you know it's just it's just me recommending it um because i just uh i just really enjoyed it so um wanted to share that with you as well as an additional resource um and with that said yeah no there's a i guess that there's a little guide down in the notes if you struggle with ocd and anxiety um, to check out and get started with the AAA response and and again just coming back to the core idea today the problem with trying to fix yourself is that it paradoxically reinforces the anxiety and so it it keeps the alarm system going and once we understand that there's actually you don't need to fix the anxiety that your body knows how to regulate on its own that um that that is that that is the turning point on the journey for, for most of us so um i hope hope this was helpful today and um, I wish you guys a, a wonderful week as always. And uh, with that said, I will see you guys on the next episode. Take care um, and uh, let me know if you have any questions in the comments below because um, then we can, uh, you know, obviously use those for, for additional episodes in the future. So, all right. Have a great day, guys. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you found it helpful, chances are others will too. So if you would please do me a favor and show your support by subscribing and leaving a review. I would really appreciate it. Also, if you're looking for a higher level of support on your journey, we have several resources to support you over at RestoredMinds.com. And we've even included some links right down below in the notes. Lastly, if you have any questions, you can email me at support at RestoredMinds.com. Thanks again for listening, and I hope to see you soon.